Hey, boppers. Grooving Movies is a podcast devoted to cult, vintage horror, exploitation, and pre-Haze Code films. Join Eddie French, Emma Tidswell, and Tom King on Grooving Movies every Monday. Can you dig it? In 1982, Sylvester Sloan, known then mainly as punchy old warhorse Rocky Balboa, brought US Army veteran John Rambo to our screens in First Blood, a taut and surprisingly emotional action thriller based on the novel by David Morrell from 1972. We first meet Rambo on his return home, and as well as having to deal with crippling PTSD due to his horrific experiences as a soldier in the Vietnam War, has to deal with small-town bigotry and small-minded locals when the gnarly, home-proud sheriff played by grey-haired 80s gruff machine Brian Dennehy and his gang of angry rangers push Rambo too far, and surprise, surprise, he snaps. The success of this film would then take Rambo into the realm of all-American war hero, when he returns to the field in 1985 on rescue missions in Rambo First Blood Part 2. In this sequel, Rambo faces his demons and even braces a bit of romance in his life. And in the simply titled Rambo Free, in which he has to rescue his military BFF, General Troutman, played with great aplomb by Richard Krenner, his main co-star from the previous two movies, and a truly welcome addition to the franchise. Sadly, Troutman would not appear again in the later adventures of our grizzled warrior. After becoming almost a children's character in a series of comics and a bizarre cartoon in the late 80s, Rambo returned in 2008 in the really simply titled Rambo as a humble boatman living the quiet life, sailing around Thailand dropping off activists and mercenaries in war-torn Burma before inevitably waging a one-man war against a local militia. This film was notably gorier than its predecessors and shocked audiences worldwide. Twelve years later, and we've just seen the release of the latest instalment, the more cleverly titled Rambo Last Blood, alternatively titled Rambo Number 5. It was released this week in the UK and finds an obviously much older JR back on his home turf living and working on a ranch, training horses and inexplicably building underground tunnels for fun. Action and bloodshed is not far off though, when he has to dust off his commando combat knife and go on another, this time more personal rescue mission which involves the slaughter of many Mexican drug dealers and a stream of confused and muddled politics. John Rambo is back! He's not exactly sure why, but he sure is going to kill a fuckload of people. Okay, welcome to episode 25 of Movie Bong. 
We're going to be doing a Rambo special uh, this week. I had not uh, invested much time into the Rambo. I was obviously aware of the Rambo and I'd seen bits of the Rambo. But I've sat down and I've watched all of the Rambos and he's alright, isn't he? Good old Rambong. And this is a Rambong special. Um, I couldn't believe you hadn't seen any of the Rambo films. Well, I haven't like sat down and watched them all the way through. I was more of a, an Arnie kid growing up. I was both. I had room for all the action heroes. But uh, arguably, Sly Stallone is possibly the most talented. He was the most, out of all that, out of all that kind of group of Bruce Willis, Arnie, mm-hmm. um, and all that lot... Uh, John Claude and all. He was, pos- you know, he was the one that was writing stuff, yep. directing stuff. Um, he's the true artist and an ass kicker. <laughs> um, so it's, I mean, it was really interesting to sit down and, and watch back uh, on this franchise. Um, we'll start with First Blood. Yes, um, the first film in the Rambo franchise. Um, now, Rambo has gone on to do lots of things spanning this long career. There's yeah. been uh, cartoons, comics. Um, Bollywood remakes. Yes. <laughs> um, tons of spoofs. Uh, there's a very memorable spoof. The whole, well, Hot Shots Part 2 mm-hmm. um, with Charlie Sheen and um, a certain cast member of uh, the Rambo franchise essentially playing the same character um, is in that film. And uh, the, 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 just the 80s and 90s were riddled with Rambo um, spoofs and Rambo parodies. There's a great one in UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. And let's not forget Son of Rambo, uh, more recently released. Yes. Um, so lots has come from this character, but First Blood is where it all began. Um, based on a novel from the 70s by a guy called David Morrell. Um, and this is, yeah, this is where it all starts. But he's, if you haven't seen, if you kind of know Rambo, but you haven't really watched the films properly, um, I think this film would be slightly a bit of a surprise for you. Uh, what Was it a surprise for you? No, totally. I think, I think it's a really interesting film. I think one thing that you can't get away from with this film is how important like the context is. Like, this is very much a film about the Vietnam War, about the effects of the Vietnam War, and it was playing to an audience that were really wrapped up in the ethics of of that war at the time. So when you consider that's what most people were thinking about day to day, and then this movie was released into that conversation, um, I can totally see how it would have been quite powerful on its release. Yeah, there's a lot of... um, There's a lot of sadness about this, and um, it's quite moving in a way. I mean, it starts, uh, yeah, straight away it's dealing with the aftermath of the Vietnam War, and he's going back uh, home, basically. Uh, He's a soldier coming home, searching, um, trying to hook up with some of his old mates, because most of them are all dead, Mm -hmm. and he's trying to find the few that are alive, and then he goes to... um, And then he he finds that his friend has... uh, been killed by cancer or something which is an aftermath of all using like agent orange and shit in vietnam yeah yeah yeah. so it deals with a lot of those subjects that a lot of the big vietnam wars uh movies before it dealt with yeah i mean like watching particularly the opening like i felt like i was watching deer hunter (laughs) for some of it like it, it it deals with a lot of the similar themes and like you know the emotional weight that it deals with is quite similar yeah it's all about ptsd 
um, and how this character doesn't really um, belong anywhere anymore. Uh, and that's made apparent to him uh, when he bumps into small-minded locals. Well, notably uh, a sheriff played by Brian Dennehy, who's a great actor who I really like. Yeah, and he's basically uh, just sort of like has a little run-in with the law uh, and, you know, decides to go, well, full John Rambo. <laughs> Yeah, because they push him. You you just, I mean, they, they don't know at this point that you don't push John Rambo, I guess. They just think he's some drifter. Mm-hmm. Um, this town, you know, the townsfolk aren't very nice. They, they keep themselves to themselves. You know, they, 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 they're into their own. And I think it's uh, the perfect introduction to this franchise as well, because it's kind of, it's that weird political ambiguity which I think sort of colours every movie in this franchise. I mean, like, we don't... No one really knows what Rambo's for and what he's against, (laughs) except that he's kind of for, you know, people from different ethnicities than him being dead and that he's against, I don't know, like, his friends dying. Uh, But other than that, it, it gets pretty... I mean, we'll go into more detail in some of the later films, but I think... This film, it sort of like begins the trail of, uh, you know, uh, politically questionable actions. Yeah, he doesn't really know what he's doing, <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he's 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 totally uh, driven throughout the films, but uh, he doesn't really know exactly what he's doing half the time. Well, I suppose it's an interesting film because it's a film with no heroes, really. Um, and that, yes. that's quite exciting. It's a drama about mental illness. And um, and it's strange that after this film, as you say, as we'll go on to, that he becomes, they, they turn the character into more of an American war hero. Yeah. Um, whilst really, watch this film, it's a depiction of a man uh, with mental illness. But like, there's big moments in this film where he cracks and... In any other film, you'd be like, "Oh God, he's cracking!" But in this, with like the the incredible soundtrack mm-hmm. behind it, like he suddenly becomes an action hero, but <laughs> he's not well. You know <laughs> what I mean? Also, um, it's probably uh, worth noting we watched this in the cinema as yes. well. Uh, we went and watched uh, a showing of First Blood, and quite interesting uh, seeing you know like like a, like a full cinema full of Rambo fans, ready to watch a bit of Rambo. And they were exactly the sort of people I was expecting. Well, yeah, I think there was a moment when... There were at least two cowboy hats in that cinema. <laughs> and I think there was a moment when like Rambo was like in tears. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, yeah, what a guy. Or maybe that was... Maybe he was just... Uh... You know, yeah, he's showing emotion. <laughs> yeah, I don't think no, they were. I think they were just throwing beer at the screen and going, yeah, I do shoot rem- someone. I do remember a lot of uh, expressions of excitement from uh, the people in the auditorium that evening. <laughs> but during sort of emotional bits where it's just like... I mean, obviously, um, when Richard Krenner um, as Troutman, mm-hmm. who is uh, comes in it sort of halfway through the film. And he's the cornerstone of this franchise, in my opinion. <laughs> yes. he's, he's fantastic. Um, and he's got just the iconic lines in it, because Rambo doesn't really talk that much. Um, he's quite, you know, he, he's mixed up, he's messed up, and he's quiet, and he's a bit, mm-hmm. he's a bit odd. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, he, he he doesn't say that much in this film and he's a bit of an emotional wreck. And then Troutman comes in and tries to sort things out. Um, that great line about body bags. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, you, you better get a good supply of body bags because, you know, Rambo kills everyone <laughs> uh, all the time. Yeah, it's, you know, like I mean, I don't think Rambo's completely blameless in this. I mean, he, do, he does destroy a lot of small businesses, in he, this town. <laughs> he does. There's a moment when, yeah, when he goes full Rambo and then, like, he goes back into the town and then he, like, blows up a gas station <laughs> and then, like, a, a, a an artillery store or something, like, a, a weapons store. Um, yeah, I mean... I mean, he's not far off a school shooter, is he? No, but, like, <laughs> that town is full of dickheads. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. Uh, but then again, you know, a lot of those... Um, rangers and cops and whatever they've got families they've got kids they're all family men but they're all like go out into the woods to hunt rambo <laughs> and at that point the film turns into a sort of horror movie like he's he's almost he's not a hero as you say he's almost a horror character in moments yeah 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 um it's like a jungle slasher or like not in a jungle but in a woodland slasher well i think there's definitely like room to do uh like like, like a remake of, of this and really uh sort of push the darker elements of it yeah, and maybe make the town folk more sympathetic mm, and yeah. the sheriff more sympathetic mm-hmm, yeah. and make yeah. a bit like how Bright, Brightburn yeah, totally. did with what, what Brightburn did with Superman. Um, Which we watched recently and it, it's it's not bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, not recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, solid. Um, but yeah, a bit like that where they like make this character but really make him brutal like a proper horror character. Yeah. Because um, there are moments when he's in, when it's raining and there's lightning and thunder and shit and he's there and he's got his sack on and he's got his knife and he's like, you know, mud on his face. <laughs> Not blacking up, but it's mud on his face. Um, and now was this released uh, before or after Predator? Because there, I do, I feel like these films aren't miles apart and whichever came first has probably influenced the the latter. This was before, because this was 82. Yeah, this was 82. I think Predator's 84. Well, it's it's definitely later than 82. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, We'll we'll check. (laughs) Um, We won't. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. similarities. And, um, you know, as well as uh, another Arnie film, Commando, as well. Um, Yeah, totally. I just think that a lot of people probably overlook the influence of this film and think, oh, it's just Rambo. But actually sitting down and watching it, uh, you realize, you know, like this has definitely had its influence. Yeah. I mean, um, I was just saying to you the other day, uh, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Mel Gibson's character um, is very Rambo. He's like Rambo Cop. Totally. They may as well call Lethal Weapon Rambo Cop. <laughs> and obviously you've got like the Rambo parody in Gremlins 2, a new batch. Yes, yes, another great spoof. We've already mentioned Hot Shots, um, which kind of spoofs it for the whole film. And then it gets Richard Crenna to redo his role. Um, but like, uh, yeah, this film is great though. I think it still stands up. Also, obviously this film, this first film, is just called First Blood. It isn't even technically a Rambo film. It is First Blood, and then later, after this film, they realised they had a franchise in the character of Rambo, and that's where we get uh, the second film, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Yes, because I believe in the original novel, he may have died at the end. Uh, I'm not sure. Of like, right. So they really have extended the uh, the character from beyond you know, the novel source. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the start 
of the American war hero Rambo. Really, he goes. He goes back. I mean, all the films from here on are rescue missions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is his first big rescue mission. Um, and yeah, what did you think? I'll be honest. I really can't remember a fucking thing about this film. <laughs> we watched it about a week ago, and I know I have seen you know the rest of the Rambo since then. But I remember bits of all of the other films. Can't really remember that. Is this the one where Troutman gets captured? No, 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 no. Wow, no. yeah, no, no idea. <laughs> what happens in this one? That's the next one. Um, well, he, he he goes off with Troutman on a special mission. Here he fall he, he falls for a woman a bit. There's a bit of romance in this one, a little bit of romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't end well uh, for Rambo because everybody uh in his life dies um and anyone connected to him dies uh he's a bit like uh jessica fletcher in um murder she wrote yeah (laughs) as in don't you know hang out with her because you probably will die um so yeah but there's like this he goes back basically they they, you know they they send him back they take him back to the place that fucking caused all his trauma and all his problems Mm -hmm. um he meets a girl, doesn't end well. Um, he gets a new bandana out of it. Um, oh, it's a co- covert operation, isn't it? Like they can't send in a troop, but they can send in one man. And it's sort of like the that he's told like, oh, but if you are caught, like you're on your own. It's, you know, it's, it's a one man suicide mission. Yeah, yeah. And who do you get for one of them? You get John Rambo. So it kind of does exactly what it says on the tin, this one, and turning him into a war hero, and it's more of a generic action film. In this one, I saw a lot of parallels with, like, you know, like the escape from New York, escape from Los Angeles, uh, like Snake Plissken. He's, you know, like... Yeah, they're similar characters. Totally. Well, yeah. So, yeah, it it could have been worse, this sequel, but it is, it was sort of... I'm not going to say the beginning of the end, because it depends how you feel about... uh, like the film after this, or mm-hmm. but um, it's got its merits. First Blood Part Two. I remember it being perfectly enjoyable whilst I whilst I watched it. Yes. Um, but probably not the most memorable in the series. No. <laughs> but Richard Crenna's still there. Totally, and he's he's boss. Uh, moving on to Rambo Three, which is fucking odd. <laughs> yes. Um, another another politically confused uh, mumble jumble. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like this one was quite controversial at the time because I think Rambo is kind of championing the Mujahideen, which is a now I need to get my words right. <laughs> it's a, a, a military uh, alliance in the Middle East that were funded by Osama bin Laden, so probably not the best allies to have on your team. Yes, um, originally, I think right at the end, the film is dedicated to to them directly. Yeah. Um, they changed it to just saying uh, this film is dedicated to the gallant uh, People fighters. of Afghanistan, yeah, I think. People of Afghanistan, fighters yeah. of Afghanistan, whatever. Um, so, basically... But it, but it did originally say, like, you know, yeah. special thanks to the Mujahideen. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, Rambo, you know, might have had a few friends... In different places, basically. He's basically like... John Rambo is a lot like Jeremy Corbyn. Like, yes. he's, there are photographs of him with a few war criminals. <laughs> but ultimately, he's just trying to do good. <laughs> <laughs> Have we just made the pod- podcast political now? <laughs> um, but, yeah, but... 
a lot of, uh, much like modern politics, a lot of bloodshed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so he do, yeah, he's got a, you know, he's got a few friends in the Taliban. What, what, what of it? It's a bit of a messy film. Like its pace is a little bit all over the place, but. Uh, you cannot deny that there are uh, one or two absolutely cracking deaths in this movie. Uh, yes, and there's a, there's a very memorable uh, sports scene where he he's on like a horse and he's um, they're like dragging around the corpse of an old fucking sheep or goat or something and they're all <laughs> throwing it round. And uh, that as a kid, that was just one of the main bits I remembered about that movie. Um, but that showed his horse riding prowess, mm. which he shows later in life in a, in a, in a later installment of the franchise which we'll get to uh-huh. um, but basically Rambo's good with horses um, <laughs> not so good with dogs because he fucking usually kills them yeah there is that in First Blood he kills at least three dogs um, yeah. I don't know maybe I'm just I'm just a millennial but like poor doggy dogs they are trying to kill him yeah but you but know no better but neither does he he's basically a dog himself <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a soldier a dog soldier a soldier? No, he's not a werewolf. Um, but he's uh, he's John Rambo, and yes, Rambo Free. I mean, this is where the names get confusing because they were First Blood, Part One and Two, and now it's Rambo Free. Yeah. And then and the next one gets even more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is the one where Troutman got kidnapped, as you were saying before. Yes. Um, great Richard Crenna. Um, he spoofs this role a lot in Hot Shots Part 2 um, because the same thing happens to him in that. It, it's the plot, basically. Hot Shots is the Part 2 takes the plot from this film. Yeah. And he's kidnapped again. Um, and he basically plays it straight. He's just so fucking funny in bo- in all the films, in, in Hot Shots and in the, all the Rambo films. <laughs> yeah, he's quite funny. <laughs> Um, watching him in the cinema as uh, in First Blood was fantastic because just loads of his lines are just so funny. Now, sadly, this is uh, his last appearance in the Rambo franchise. Yes, um, and I think the actor is dead as well. Yeah. Uh, so, R.I.P. Richard Crenna. He is sort of like vaguely shown in like a flashback, I think, in the fourth one. Um, but sadly, other than that, he's not really mentioned going forward, and I do really think that's a shame because to me. He's, well, I mean, I said earlier, he's, he's a real cornerstone of this franchise. He is. Um, he's, yeah, he's been, he's been through so much with Rambo and he's the only one who truly uh, comes close to understanding him. Now, the fourth one, which is, I believe, just called Rambo. Yes, again, confusing. This one's not called Rambo 4. No. It's just called Rambo. I think it was originally going to be called John Rambo. Yeah. Which would have worked, because he'd just done Rocky Balboa, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is just Rambo. Uh, and here we find Rambo uh, as a humble boatman, uh, sailing around Thailand and that, like ferrying people um, across places. And he's just living a quiet life, isn't he? Yeah, it's just nice, isn't it? It's just yeah, nice. just boating around. Just boating around. Um, and until he boat. He he boats some people. <laughs> he boats too far. <laughs> no, uh, basically, he gives a lift to some activi- activists or something, or yeah. charity people. And you know what they're like. Yeah, you know the one. You know, you usually see them on, they're like chuggers. And then, uh, you know, ch- charity muggers on the street, those kind of people. And then they go off on a gap year, and then, oh, they've got to get a boat. 
you know, sailed by um, a fucking train killer. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Um, when you when you go on your gap year and get taken prisoner by uh, <laughs> a rainforest militia. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, uh, yeah, you probably guessed this is politically muddled. Um, I mean, this film starts with, like, genuine news footage of killings in Burma. Yeah, it basically sort of, like, paint, um, paints the country of Burma as... Uh, the murder capital of the world, just basically a living hell where people are murdered and, uh, you know, abused in all sorts of ways across the country um, by by rebels, essentially. Uh, I don't know the exact truth of, of a lot of these stories. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, I mean, it looks like a hellhole the way he paints it. And no wonder that this film was uh, banned, I believe. Yeah, it was banned in uh, Burma. Burma, which is now known as Myanmar. And there's, I, I, I think some of the actors, or the actor who played the villain particularly, he plays a nonce in it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think they had a great time with their... Um... I believe there was a story where a, f- a couple stars from the film uh, had like their families arrested and were uh, harassed by the police because of their involvement in the film. Um, so obviously, like, uh, you know, I mean, this whole film is just an absolute clusterfuck. Of <laughs> yeah, good, good going, Sly. Um, but uh, a lot of kids explode in the movie. There's uh, there's a bayonet going to like a little kid's guts. I mean, if that's not the kind of film for you, yeah, it's it's one of those where like if you're not if you are then if you aren't put off by the troubling politics of the film, uh, there are exploding children in it. So you know, like something for everyone, really. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's the problematic nature of the Rambo movies because. There's so much fun, but they're so wrong. <laughs> and this one in particular really kicked up a gear. I mean, like this one was, what, was like 12 years after the, the earlier installments and all of a sudden... It's think, longer than yeah, that. Yeah, longer than that. Much You're longer. Right. It's 2008. Yeah, yeah. So, and the last one, I think, was 88, Rambo 3. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. But so now uh, Stallone's kind of got all of the CGI, all of like the effects to, to make this bloodshed truly horrible and cinematic and fuck me does he do it with this one well they said apparently they had a small budget so they said from the outset right okay if we've got a small budget we're just going to make it as bloody as possible and as violent as possible Mm -hmm. and he said you know obviously along with the cgi he said we've got cheap fake blood is cheap let's just make it as bloody as possible he said um, and then, yeah, it just, you've got people exploding everywhere. I think there's about, I think for about 20 minutes of the film, it's just John Rambo's just on a big fucking gun thing, shooting everyone in Burma for a bit. Um, there are, a, you know, like you do see a lot of just people's heads disintegrate <laughs> yeah. from bullets. <laughs> so it really, uh, yeah, it really brings the franchise to a, a big, well, what we think is possibly the big bloody end. But no, <laughs> there's more to come. There is more to come because this uh, week, in the UK anyway, uh, we've just had the release of Last Blood. Yes. A um, bit more cleverly titled. I like that. Last yeah, yeah. Blood. Yep, good. Um, which uh, is the the return. Uh, yeah, this is 12 years after um, the last Rambo. Uh, this finds Rambo... As a bit of a cowboy, 
living on a ranch, working with horses and um, and tunnels. Yeah, the right. So <laughs> if you haven't seen the film, like do do go and see it if you're a Rambo fan. Uh, basically, he loves building tunnels, right? Uh, the start of this film, that, that's his big hobby. He builds tunnels beneath a farm, um, which is really odd because you see at the start of the film, as he's walking through the tunnels, he starts to get PTSD and flashbacks to when he was in tunnels in Vietnam. So you, you'd kind of think the last thing he'd want to build would be a fucking tunnel. <laughs> like, Well, I, I thought about this and I thought, well, yeah, I mean, he's clearly still got issues and he's just doing kind of what he knows. He's like gone a little bit feral almost. So he's like yeah. digging holes. Um, there's a whole psychology thing about this. I think that there's, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Bart is in the garden just digging a hole, just oddly, just somberly just going out and digging a hole. And there is this whole sort of weird thing about men, I think, I don't know, human nature. Uh, we just, we like digging. It's definitely to do with his mental illness yeah. and not a really important plot point later in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, how dare you even suggest that? <laughs> I remember being sat in the cinema going like, what's all this tunnel shit? And then later in the film, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just likes building tunnels. And then uh, he's got, he's got this uh, niece who um, lives uh, there on the ranch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he lets her have a party there at the beginning of the film. It's just like, well, let's have a party in the tunnels. Yeah, yeah, it's dead odd. He's just like, <laughs> invite your parties, you, you, you invite your friends round, we'll have a party in the tunnels. It looks like a cool place to get pissed. <laughs> but then he's like, he's like, did you show your friends the tunnels? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, it is a bit odd. This whole the whole start of this film is just a bit odd. You get you have to kind of get into it and you, you get yourself settled. I mean, you know, you realize that, that he's not he's not the the boatman anymore in Thailand. Um, I think you just got to accept like this movie is a vehicle for some harrowing violence later in the film. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm not sat in the cinema in a Rambo film looking for you know realness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, I mean, so the character's more at peace now, I guess, at first, on the ranch. I mean, we thought he was at peace sailing around Thailand, but he wasn't having a great that much of a great time. Nobody respected him in the last Rambo. We remember, like, a boatman, that big Cockney guy who hated yeah. him. There's a big Cockney mercenary, because in Rambo he's got to um, lift a load of mercenaries to go and rescue those activists or whoever, the charity people. And there's, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've only heard Rambo team up. Yeah, no, Greta Thunberg, first blood. I totally want to see that. <laughs> well, she's angry enough. Just her fucking beheading Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, in, in, in Rambo, the fourth one, there's a big cockney bald gammon bloke, and he's always like, oh, you fucking boatman. I fucking hate boatmen. Oh, yeah, he has. Remember? He's got such a big thing about yeah, boatmen. He just doesn't like boatmen. But you like, fucking boatmen. How, how many boatmen have you come across <laughs> in your yeah. life? It's 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 a bit like when I when I hear people from like market towns in England hate on immigrants. It's like you haven't met one. <laughs> yeah, and he's just there to piss Rambo off, basically. But um, anyway, that 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 was back when he was a humble boatman. Yeah, yeah. Now the fourth Rambo deals with boatman prejudice, whereas <laughs> the fifth Rambo film deals with just Mexican prejudice. Yes. So the important political issues. Um, Sly is on it. He has his finger on the pulse. 
I mean, it is a little bit sort of sad, I suppose, like with this film being released now with, you know, Donald Trump claiming that all Mexicans are thieves and rapists and wanting to build a wall. It's kind of sad that this film has come out now with the plot that it does have. I I don't really think that Stallone's thought about it like that. So, you know, I, I don't hold him personally responsible for, for, you know, actual racism, but like... It is a racially dubious <laughs> film, this. I mean, yeah, I think very much like John Rambo, the character, he, he's naive. I think they're both just... Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just a badly timed film. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, the plot is just... It's, it's another Taken film, essentially. Yeah. It's that kind of formula. And we are very used to the old action star coming back, Denzel Washington, uh, Liam Neeson, whatever, you know, and then doing this violent film where they get revenge on loads of people. But Equalizer, it, Taken. But it does have a really considered final act, this movie. Like, they've really thought about it. They've, they, they know that we're familiar with this sort of, like, plot line. Yeah. And so they kind of give us... A good bit of spectacle towards the end. Yes, the whole film, it's a short film. And the whole film, mm-hmm. most of it is a build-up to, uh, you know, what you're waiting for. You get little tastes here and there of him kicking ass, but you're waiting for him to go full survivalist. Yeah, full Rambo. Yeah. And I mean, like, there are even scenes in this that reminded uh, us of Old Boy. Yes. You know, the, the the Korean masterpiece Old Boy, which you have if you haven't seen... Uh, like watch it immediately you awful awful cunt like it's one of the best films ever uh, the original old boy not Spike Lee's fucking atrocity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of that remake though um, yes it's just so, pointless yeah um, but towards the, the the third act of this is also reminiscent of a masterpiece of American uh John Hughes Christmas cinema, uh, Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say Tremors. <laughs> no, uh, it's got <laughs> hints of Tremors, though, uh, <laughs> with the tunnels. Uh, but no, uh, it's got a bit of a uh, Kevin McAllister Home Alone towards the end. Yeah, he is He is a bit sort of like uh, Patrick Bateman doing a Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, these guys are much worse than the Wet Bandits. Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci from uh, Home Alone because these are Mexican rapists. Yeah, he doesn't just throw down some thumbtacks and, and hope for the best. He really fucks them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see Macaulay Culkin doing a sort of Rambo. <laughs> he's older now, a sort of druggy Rambo. Um, you know, a new Home Alone as he's older. That's all. That that idea has always been. Yeah, but yeah I think yeah. Uh, they did a short film where they did a sort of. Like, I've seen that. Yeah, there's yeah. a web series. Yeah. Um, but you could you could do a new Home Alone like this. <laughs> yeah. <you laughs> In could. another twenty years' time, <laughs> when he's really old. Um, but yeah, again, yeah, like Home Alone, this film is a lot of fun for the family. Now, I was saying to you after that film, uh, which we went to saw last night. Not for the family. Like, they're probably not going to do another one with this one being titled Last Blood. But then you quite cleverly pointed out... Last Blood Part 2. Because First Blood... Yeah. And then First Blood Part 2. Yeah. You can easily have Last Blood and Last Blood Part 2. Of course. 
if after that he still wants to make a film and he's still alive <laughs> yeah. and not being pushed around in an iron lung or something, um, I mean, maybe he could be Rambo like that in a wheelchair or Rambo in a big iron lung or Rambo, you know, just in a coma. <laughs> you just push him out of the hospital. <laughs> Rambo high blood pressure. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, Rambo blood clot. Um <laughs> So, I mean, like, Sly is revisiting his whole sort of back catalogue, it seems, at the moment. Mm-hmm, so he's, mm-hmm. he's he's done your Rockies, which has gone on to a whole, which is which has built a whole new franchise with Creed. Yeah, and they are good films. They are, yeah. Creed and Creed 2, and I'm sure there'll be another Creed, so who knows what happens with that. Um, he's done Rambo. He's talking about possibly teaming up with uh, Robert Rodriguez for a Cobra um, series, which was uh, a movie that Sly did a long, long time ago after he fell out of the Beverly Hills Cop project, which eventually went to Eddie Murphy. He made a gritty cop thriller called Cobra, which they want to revisit. And I think he'd like to do a prequel of Rambo as a young Rambo. Yeah, I was going to say he's he's looking at a prequel of Rambo. And you quite cleverly pointed out as well online that you could totally see um, Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. Yes. Like with with him as the dad, like Stop or My Dad Will Shoot. Yes. It's a great, great, great shout. (laughs) Because uh, there were a lot of films that Sly Stallone did uh, that weren't as successful as Rocky or Rambo. (laughs) Um, Demolition Man. You could easily do a sequel to that. Um, Stop or my mom will shoot. Uh, Stop or my mom will shoot was a, um, a sort of early nineties uh, cop comedy with the old woman from Golden Girls as his mum, and she got involved in a case, and it was oh a romp. But you could totally do a sequel where he's the old dad, and he's got a daughter who's a cop, and then they, they, they you know, he's oh dad, what yeah, are you, what do you like, dad? With like Anna Kendrick or something. Yeah, um, daylight. Uh, Daylight 2 Nightlight Daylight was a film where he got trapped in a tunnel <laughs> Tunnels <laughs> They're a theme uh, Yeah Demolition Man You could totally do a sequel to as you mentioned mm-hmm. um, You could even do a TV series on that um, I don't know why more hasn't been made of Demolition Man with Comics and stuff and Cartoons I think we should just be thankful that he hasn't returned to Judge Dredd Yes well Mr. Urban's taken that, so mm-hmm. sorry, Sly. Um, he did a knockabout comedy gangster romp called Oscar, uh, which was actually quite fun. <laughs> um, and it was his foray into sort of farce and comedy. It's like a little slapstick um, period piece. It's quite good. His arm wrestling movie, Over the Top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, although... Hugh Jackman's Real Steel is quite similar, but replaced arm wrestling for giant robots fighting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know what else you'd bring back from Sly. He, but he's in talks, possibly. He likes the idea, I believe, of bringing back Tango and Cash, which was a uh, a, a cop buddy movie um, with Kurt Russell. Um, but I don't know if Kurt Russell is as keen on the idea. Mm. Um, apparently, that was meant to be orig- the original script for Lethal Weapon 2, and then uh, then it wound up being its own film. They go to prison in it. It's, it's a good movie. Um, so it would be interesting to bring those two characters back, but I think Russell needs a lot of convincing. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, like, loads of interesting stuff there to go off of. You know, not just the franchise of Rambo, but Stallone as an actor is, you know, undeniably an institution. Um, we're going to move on to our pitches section now of the episode. Uh... Copland! Sorry, sorry. Copland. Prequel to Copland. Sorry, I'm still thinking about... <laughs> Copland, Copland. Copland's really good. He's, he, you know, he's got bad hearing in it. Oh, and he's fat. Sorry, yeah, let's do the pitches. <laughs> okay, we're back with our pitches section. Uh, it's my turn first. Uh, it's basically what we do on this show. We pitch ridiculous movie ideas for movies that don't exist within the theme of the week. This week we're doing Rambo. Uh, my idea is because, obviously, we've watched all these Rambo films, and undeniably, the one thing that that, that comes to mind when you watch these films is how uh, politically awful uh, <laughs> these or all of these films are. Yes, and the, the new one is getting politically, uh, particularly uh, a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, like, they're all a bit, they're all a bit Tory, aren't they? <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe Rambo. <coughs> Sorry, that's just the mention of Tories. I think that's the best way to describe Rambo. It's just a bit Tory, right? So my idea, uh, I've got a sort of, like, solution. Uh, what I want to do is I want to I want to bring Rambo on side, right? I want to I want to bring him over to the left a little bit. To the left, to the left. <laughs> I want him to you know not be murdering people of different ethnicities uh just for for shits and gigs. Uh I want him to be making positive uh, progressive change in this world, right? Right. You do not seem convinced by this at all. I'm just still thinking about the the film we saw last night and the character we saw and what and the things we saw him do. Yeah. And you want to, him to make some positive change. Yeah, right. I, I, you saw what he did at the right at the end of that la- of that film last night. He's a good man <laughs> at heart. <laughs> at heart. Yeah. Uh, little uh, in-joke there. Um, carry on. He, he, I, I think that he's got it in him. I think he can change. I believe in rehabilitation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make John Rambo a good man, right? Well, he is a good man. I'm not saying that. Well, is he? No, <laughs> I don't yeah, think he's that good. No, but you, you're meant to believe he is when you're watching the movie. Anyway, what I'm gonna do is basically at the start of my film, uh, Rambo. He's sort of like I imagine. I imagine this sort of like think of this as a replacement for the Rambo we saw last night. Okay. Okay. So like, uh, it starts. Very much the same. Like he's on a ranch. Yeah. He's uh he's grown accustomed to the quiet life. He's happy, you know, like he's 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 a wholesome country man tending to his farm. Good. Right? Okay. Then he goes indoors and he turns on the TV and the news is on, right? And at this point he realizes the rainforest is on fire. Right. And he's not having any of that. So he signs a petition. He doesn't just sign a petition, mate. He doesn't go on change.org. Right. He he has enough of this. He's like, the world is on fire and I'm going to put it out. Right. So he gets gets on a, on a little plane and he goes to South America. Yes, you seem to have a question. You do remember in Rambo 4, like... I quote one of his one of the best lines of the movie. One of his lines is "fuck the world." <laughs> but yeah, sorry, carry on. 
He literally says yeah. that to someone. Yeah, but, but this is Fuck the World Part 2. Right, okay. <laughs> right, carry on. Uh, so he goes to, he goes to Brazil... Uh, go, goes to the rainforest. It's on fire. Starts doing like humanitarian work, uh, helping out some like, some like you know like the Peace Corps out there, chucking water on <laughs> on palm trees, whatever the fuck they're doing. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, I've really thought about this. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but uh, just keep doing it. But as he's doing that, then obviously like um, the the government or like the army come in and they arrest these activists that are trying to put the fires out because they actually want the fires to happen because that's what they're basically doing in Brazil at the moment. They're clearing out the, the rainforest and they want to like replace it with uh, industry. Um, so like they all get sort of like taken prisoner by the army and Rambo goes, oh no, this is awful. And he starts like fighting the army and like, I could totally see him like, I, I just want to, I want to see him like drop kick a JCB at some point, go like full fern gully. Right, right, right. So this is Rambo uh, as the activist. Rom- Rambo as Swampy. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, Rambo meets Avatar, you know, yes. but with less blue people. Okay, right. But, like replace the blue people with Brazilians. Okay. Not the, so... you know, pubic style. Right, okay. And so we've got any other um, characters? We've got Rambo himself, obviously. Well, I mean, there's got to be some sort of uh, like an activist lady that he falls for uh, within this Peace Corps, very similar to what happens in uh, Rambo in in the fourth one. Yeah, but he doesn't really like, he's not very romantic with that no, lady. No, it's kind of like vaguely suggested. He cares at least. Yeah, but. I don't know, she's, is she going to really shag a dirty old boatman? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking boatman? <laughs> you face just a fucking boatman! I don't know what this guy's got against boatman, but he hates it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like, I don't know, he was like left at a bus stop by his sailor father. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember the name of the character, let alone the name of the actor. I've seen that actor in loads of stuff. He's sort of like a poor man's Mark Strong, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he's in the terrible Wicker Man sequel, The Wicker Tree, but, uh, and he's in some other stuff. Anyway. Uh, getting back to Captain Planet First Blood. <laughs> I can, yes, I can totally see that. But like, I, I think like you could do like subtle things at the start, you know, like uh, when he's on this ranch, you could have him just like mumbling about plastic bags, you know, like, like well, you've got to kill the turtles, you know, like. <laughs> this is, it's slightly similar to what they tried to do with him. You mentioned Captain Planet what they tried to do in with the cartoon mm. and when they made like kids comics and they made kids cartoon yeah and he wasn't really you know he, he was a bit more like hey kids don't do drugs and stuff you know? <laughs> um he was a positive he was moral you know like when uh when when you're at school and like they bring in some guy to have a talk who like used to go to prison Ooh. and he was like in gangs and he's like you know i've changed my life now yeah i did i did stab my cousin in the eye but i've been to prison for 20 years and you know what if if you don't get good grades in your gcses you might stab your cousin in the eye as well like yeah. this is what i'm expecting rambo to do you know like rambo is he's, he's u-turned on his violence and he's he's, he's now now he's using his skills for good he wants to he wants to preserve the earth right and so would this film be more sort of um a quirky, just like a, a humanitarian drama? Well, I do have an idea, but it is... Right, basically, and I don't know how she'd feel about this, but if Greta Thunberg would be willing to play a sort of hit-girl-esque sidekick to Rambo in this film, like, 
I I would be up for that. Like, I'm willing to cut a deal right now. Again, though, thinking of the film we saw last night. Yeah. Do you remember what happens to the young girl that he hangs out with in that? Yes. But again, like this film, like I'm trying to right all of the wrongs of the film that we watched last night. Like, Gre- I, yeah, I don't Greta we... Thunberg isn't going to be captured uh, and, and, and abused. Not on John Rambo's watch. Um, yeah, I don't know if we mentioned that about the, the, the new one, Last Blood, but, you know, there's a seri- serious trafficking theme throughout. Uh, <laughs> but, again, the film is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it just, it, it's weird, it's wrong, it, it, you know, it's it's a dark film that deals with dark shit. <laughs> but it was fucking entertaining. It's like coming across a porn video that you weren't really expecting, but you don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. So I'm liking that you're righting the wrongs. You're trying to you're trying to make it better. I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Good. And, and hopefully, we can live in a world where people can accept John Rambo changing because people can change. Well, I think that would be quite nice if we sort of like start changing the parameters of what the, these what what true heroes really are. You know, I want to see John Wick go to Bangladesh and save a family of, of children, like, from, from a flood. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see the Terminator go back and do something useful. Or if, like, the Terminator, again, just was Greta Thunberg. I, I would, again, be very pro that. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's no evidence that she isn't a robot in the future. I don't know. She she could be. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, seem yeah. like... I, don't, I think she's great, but I just... I'm not, you know, I'm a bit wary whether she actually is human. Yeah. Well, she could be like a weird avatar thing. I, w- I mean, I am surprised that she hasn't used the line, come with me if you want to live, in her speeches. <laughs> but I can totally see her with a headband and a bow and arrow, just like Rambo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Freedom! <laughs> oh, that's Braveheart, sorry. Different franchise. It's not a franchise. Anyway. <laughs> uh, cool. Yes, that's my idea. It's just sort of a uh, Rambo fighting for the rainforest. Right on. So there's a lot of scope to create another Rambo movie, mm-hmm. or um, you know, the the movie world. There's there's so much scope, but um, like even even just earlier in this podcast, um, I said the words Rambong. I mean, and then you've got a stoner comedy on your hands, haven't you? Yeah. With, with Troutman and Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like Pineapple <laughs> Express or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, could totally see that. Just going deep in the rainforest, <laughs> having a bit of ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. Just get fucking chonged. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that in it writes itself. And I hadn't even prepared that one. It just came to me during the podcast. Um, Rambong. Um, first toke. <laughs> Up in smoke grenades. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of scope there. Uh, <laughs> also, I think there's so much potential for crossovers with Rambo and team-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, Rambo versus Predator, but he's already, you know, in tune with the jungle. He would be a great adversary for Predator. Um, Rambo and Robocop. Uh, Rambo and Crocodile Dundee. I could see him making a cameo in, like, the John Wick franchise as John Rambo, just sort of, like, teaching him a few bits and pieces. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I could totally see him fitting in that world of ridiculous assassins. Well, do you remember, 
I've always talked about this this assassin like Avengers film that I was going to make yes. with like John Wick and like The Equalizer and fucking Liam Neeson from Taken, Jackie mm-hmm. Chan from The Foreigner, and, and of course, uh, who's I thought John Wick would be or or the Taken fellow would be the leader, but no, obviously, obviously John Rambo is the leader. Yeah. Um. So there's loads. There's loads of potential. Rambo versus King Kong, Godzilla. You, you know, whatever. Rambo and James Bond, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Look, I could go on like this for a whole podcast, but no, we won't. Um, so I want to take him out of the movie world, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to visit television. Okay. Now, Rambo obviously uh, already has visited television. He had a cartoon series, uh, a cartoon TV series. Uh, I think Troutman was in that as well, one of the characters. And there was loads of just fucking random characters that they made up. Um, some villain with like a big metal claw or something. Um, I had the figures as well. I was well into them. But no, I want to take um, Rambo to uh, Britain, British television. Um, maybe. Well, I'll, I'll get. Last of the summer Rambo. Now you're talking, right? right? <laughs> well, actually, funny you should say that on that sort of theme. Um, so, basically, working with John Rambo on various different telly projects uh, for the BBC, ITV and beyond um, with First Blood Productions. Um, well, he did do that Warburton's advert, didn't he? Stallone. Robert De Niro did a Warburton's advert. Did Stallone do one? Stallone did a Warburton's advert. De Niro Definitely. did one recently, which was awful. Stallone's done one where he's pretty much like almost like a Rambo character and it's all like military operation, like Expendables type. Because there were loads of photos of him just around Bolton. <laughs> I mean, when he did uh, Creed, uh, the first Creed, I think, because mm-hmm. that ends in like Goodison Park or something. It's all set in like Everton and shit, isn't it? Cause the, yes, the, 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 yeah. The, yeah. the guy he's fighting is uh, Scouser. Um, and apparently he's a big uh, Everton fan. Um, so one of the projects could be Everton. One of our BBC projects or TV projects could be a documentary about Everton presented by Slice Alone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I was thinking on the sort of Sunday night old man vibe, um, you're familiar uh, with a show called um, Mortimer and Whitehouse Go Fishing. Is that what it's called? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 I am. Bob yeah. Mortimer. Paul Whitehouse, two comedy legends uh, from British television. Uh, it's just a program, half hour of them fishing. Uh, it's really lovely, and it's just really nice to watch. Um, Troutman. <laughs> Troutman goes fishing. <laughs> we have <laughs> good old Troutman going fishing. Uh, just, you know, different episodes. each Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> you just call it Trout. Man, Troutman, a man and trout, you know, and it's him trout fishing essentially. Um, but he now, like Mortimer and Whitehouse, it'd be nice to have a partnership. Now, do you team him up with Rambo and mm-hmm. they go fishing mm-hmm. in various different places, you know, Lake District, whatever, mm-hmm. Anglesey, whatever? Um, or do you team him up with um, Sheriff, uh, whatever his name was from First Blood, Brian Dennehy, Sheriff Willie Teasel. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they could like go, but then if you had, if say Rambo dropped by, if they like came past and maybe Rambo was on a barge holiday and he went past or something, uh, you know, basically, I don't know how those two would get on. Brian Dennehy's character, mm-hmm. Willie and Rambo, they don't really get on. So I don't know. So I don't know who you'd like to go, but I think Troutman definitely has potential. Maybe he could do a solo project, but a potential for that kind of, you know, BBC Two 
Sunday night program. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I can't remember the name of the character, um, but uh, the Cockney Boatman. Yeah. Um, I'd like him to do a documentary about the world of boatmen. <laughs> And the history of boatmen who journey around Thailand. <laughs> and just to hear his fucking disdain. So in this documentary, is he is he presenting a documentary about a subject that he hates? Yes. Because he's made himself very clear about how he feels about boatmen. Goes, fucking boatmen ruined this country. <laughs> um, it's just an hour of... I, I mean, I'd like to see more of that in general. I'd, I'd like to see more documentaries presented by people that hate their subject matter. And in fact, you can see that if you go on BBC iPlayer and see Maria Navratilova's documentary about trans people. <laughs> yeah, lovely stuff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot of projects, a lot of scope. Um, the big one, I think, would be... Because, I mean, Rambo, he's a little like Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls is a little bit, bit like Rambo. Ray Mears is a little bit like Rambo. <laughs> Bill Oddie is a little bit... Well, okay, maybe not. But, uh, <laughs> but both um, got a history of mental illness, mate. Yeah, yeah. Don't we all? Uh, but, uh, so, like, what about a big survival celebrity survival program? Mm-hmm. John Rambo takes a team of celebrities mm-hmm. uh, out... On, you know, like a two-week fucking trek in wherever, the Rockies or America somewhere. Or, you know, he goes back to the place in First Blood. <laughs> and he takes, like, you know, celebrity chef Ainsley Harriet, um, <laughs> you know, Rylan uh, yeah. from television, <laughs> uh, Vanessa Feltz, that kind of, you know, those kind of people. Yeah, 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 um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they go off uh, or with John Rambo uh, on, like, hunting. But maybe they don't hunt... Maybe they they hunt people or something. So he's just sort of like teaching Fern Britain how to put a bivouac. Yeah, but like more brutal than Bear Grylls. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. You know, the strongest I, Bear Grylls will go was drinking your own piss. <laughs> I want Rambo to show, you know, <laughs> I want Rambo to show Pauline Quirk how to rip someone's still beating heart out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'd quite like to see Bear Grylls versus John Rambo. Yes. I mean, that's the ultimate challenge for Bear Grylls, because he's all mouth, isn't he? Yeah. But when he finally comes up against, you know, an actual challenge, i.e. John Rambo, we'll see how he fares then. <laughs> the piss-drinking wanker. <laughs> Boarded school piss-drinking fucking toffee banker. Banker? Wanker. Could have been a banker. But no, he's a survivalist, like Rambo. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I was thinking, um, basically just replacing all Bill's Bill Grills programs with Rambo. I'm totally on board with this. Yeah, Rambo the Island, uh, <laughs> Rambo's Island, Rambo's Island, but like Love Island, but with Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rambo just fucks lots of people. Why not? Um, I, I've got so many reasons why not. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I haven't thought this one through. Um, no, my better idea actually to do with Love Island was always uh, Skull Island. You know, like Kong, Kong yeah, Skull yeah, Island, yeah. where the it's you know loads of uh, good-looking people, um, and the first one to fuck King Kong wins. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would have thought like for Rambo's skills, uh, it would make a lot more sense if he sort of like presented more of like a Fort Boyard type program yeah like, like takeshi's castle yeah crystal maze krypton factor i get it yes yes um totally rambo's cavern 
And I can see John Rambo just presenting some, you know, little videos on the one show or just coming on and doing, if there's ever survivalist stuff, yeah. uh, you could bring John Rambo on, yeah. uh, sit on the couch, um, you know, or, or if there's an important, usually, you know, if they've got something about PTSD or something, they'll get someone like Nick Knowles or something. But, um, you know, you fucking... like Matt on the couch going like, later on today's program, we've got John Rambo and he's coming in to talk about. Knives. <laughs> yeah. Is no. is Matt not from Northeast, or have I just invented that in my head? I think you might have invented that. Are you slightly? He's slightly. And what? Alex Jones is Welsh. Can you do a Welsh accent? Maybe. Yeah. But not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rambo. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Rambo's lit. Li- no, well, that's, 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 that's Geordie again. Geordie again. Geordie again. Uh, anyway, I mean, Rambo himself can. Bur- Rambo himself can barely speak. So. <laughs> Wheels. No, that's Geordie. Is that Geordie? Yes. Wales. <laughs> What's Wales? What's Welsh? It's, it's, I don't know. I'm not confident now. Welsh Rambo. Yeah. Wambo. Rabbit? Rambo? John Rabbit? Now you're just saying things. <laughs> I'm clutching it, leaks. I think we've got uh, movie bong PTSD. <laughs> uh, I think we're going mad as well, just like Rambo did. But um, So, yeah, there's a scope. The scope for so many TV programs there. A documentary about PTSD. I mean, that's quite, I mean, pretty serious, actually. <laughs> I just want to see him host Countdown. Yes. Or he could, yes, he could do the numbers. Or yeah, the he could do the sums. Yeah, yeah. Um, he could be Rachel Riley. <laughs> I'll have two from the top and three from the bottom, please, John. But, okay, um, yeah, no problem. But then John Rambo himself, after his, after you know the programs had run their course, um, obviously John Rambo would still be trying to keep up with the celebrity thing. So he'll go on celebrity programs, uh, reality programs like Celebrity Master Chef. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 You know, Bake Off, cooking stuff up. Celebrity Bake Off. Graham um, Norton. Yeah. You know, he's telling a bit of an anecdote about his time in Vietnam, but it goes a bit weird. Yeah. Like, so, get... so I killed this man. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and he... Tom Hiddleston sat next to him like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Greg Davis, the end of the couch. T- tell a funny story, Greg, quick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm tall. <laughs> and then, you know, he'll have his big knife. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, he could go on Celebrity Mastermind. His specialist subject would be ripping people's throats out. I've got it. What? A travel program. Right, uh, John Rambo and Crocodile Dundee. Yes, I like it. You know, uh, they can spend time in Vietnam, uh, an area where John Rambo is very familiar with, and Australia, the where outback. obviously Paul Hogan uh, is considered king. Yes, by all the other racists. <laughs> so, sorry, that was. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I don't just think Australia is full of racists. That was just a joke. Um, but there is a high percentage. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we're in England. Just yeah. leave off the Aboriginals, guys. They seem like they seem like you know, we're all people. Again, within these John Rambo programs, we want to try and get away from the politics, unless we're doing one of his actual politics programs yeah. for when he appears on Question Time. I mean, he should be doing. Uh, he should be doing a movie for the tourism board of Myanmar. He should be righting his wrongs. Hmm. I don't think they let him near that place. But could you imagine him going like, come to Myanmar? <laughs> it's not as bad as I said in that film. <laughs> yeah, I can see him doing like a little video for the one show about about yeah about that. Um, here's where John Rambo goes back and apologises for all the bad things, for all the kids he exploded. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> you should come to Myanmar. <laughs> come on. 
yeah, well, there you go, Sly. You've got a lot to uh, to answer for. Um, not just for this franchise. Right, well, I mean, we've got a lot of ideas. We better get Sylvester Sloan's agent on the phone. Yes, um, I really, yeah. Well, I'm in, I've got some celebrities on the phone at the moment. I've got to call back Chris Akabusi because he's very interested in joining uh, any project with Rambo. Um, <laughs> I think we might get Rambo involved in the next series of Splash. I don't know if you've ever heard of that program where yeah. celebrities jump in a pool for fun. I'm, I'm fully aware of the, the TV show Splash. I mean, John Rambo could have been one of the gladiators. Gladiators! Gladiator ready! <laughs> and then John Rambo's there. No, you'd fucking run a mile! <laughs> it's like, oh God, can I have Wolf, please? Can I have Wolf instead? I'd love to see, like, John Rambo hit the It's a Knockout circuit, but I'd imagine, like, halfway round, like, his PTSD proper kicks in and he just starts, like, you know, well, killing people that are watching. Yeah. <laughs> just goes, just just runs amok in a, in a small sports field <laughs> in Boreham Wood. Look, John, we're going to have to reconsider your position as a gladiator. Some of the other gladiators have made complaints. You made Hunter cry. <laughs> you broke Jet's leg. Oh, no, no, no don't, don't do anything to Jet. God, I love, I love Jet. Oh, Jet. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'm so- pretty sure the only, uh, like, because obviously... Um, uh, moviebong.podbean.com is, is, is a website where it lists all of the, these podcasts. I believe the only comment that we've had on that website was regarding Jet from Gladiators. What? I believe so. I don't remember the exact context, but go, go on the website, have a look at the comment section. Was it from Diane Udale, a.k.a. Jet? I'm, I'm not sure who it was from, but it was, it was from someone saying that I think that they seem to be very fond of Jet. I'm very fond of Jeff. Yeah, no, like I, I, I heartily if, agreed with the comment. <laughs> if she got in touch, I'd like to speak to her. <laughs> I yeah. just, just about upcoming uh, projects. I mean, if anybody does know if if Jet's interested in being the guest on a movie podcast, you um, know, fire us a message. Yeah, get her on Movie Bong. Uh, we could do a whole episode about Gladiator movies. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's Gladiator. Yeah, and um, then there was the uh, the Nick Cave sequel that was never made. I don't know if you're aware of this. Oh. Gladiator Two, uh, where he, he he gave he gave the the script. He hand delivered the script to uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe has described it as the most fucking ridiculous thing he's ever written or ever read. Sorry. Wow. Um, and it, it basically in it, I'm pretty sure Gladiator goes to heaven and fights Superman or it. it it, like, oh, nice. It's proper B-movie batshit mental. Well, you could totally do a Gladiators movie, as we're talking about the ITV Gladiators. I don't know why they didn't do a whole film with Wolf and Jet. <laughs> I don't know, you know, Angelina Jolie as Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe as Wolf. <laughs> you know, they, they could have... No, no, you'd want to get the original people to play themselves and be the Gladiators. My brother uh, met Saracen... Uh, he just bumped into him in a leisure centre in Hemel Hempstead in, I'd say, around 92. Nice. So, you know. Warrior was in our school. What? Yeah. What, no, was he you, like the caretaker? No, no, no. He just like he just came to visit one time. <laughs> did he? Or yeah. did he like come to, you know, like with a set of binoculars and it was a bit weird? Yeah, yeah. I think he was a bit... No, not like that, but I think he was involved in drugs and that. He, I think he lived... I saw him a couple of times in my area when I was a kid. Warrior. Right, so you've just assumed he was selling drugs. 
Yeah. I think I might have bought some off him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure Shadow, the big, the massive one, he was he was a bit dodgy. I've bought a bag of weed off someone that used to be in Biker Grove. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not going to say, you know, a bit tight, in it? Ant or deck? <laughs> which, <laughs> which one was it? Well, you know, like, after he went blind, he had to do something for the money. Yeah. Um. So... But obviously it would have been Ant. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're going to buy controlled substances off Ant or Deck, you're going to buy them off Ant. Oh, yeah, Deck's Otherwise, you know, you're going to go home with a load of antihistamines or something. You know, Ant's the one up right. at six in the morning, still fucking, you know, necking a, getting another line in and just fucking going mental. Whereas Deck is the one who says he'll sort you out, but it's just a bag of oregano. You know, you're not fooling me, Declan. Yeah, Dick, Lynn Donnelly. Uh, anyway, uh, so, so uh, yeah, gladiators, uh, things like that, Ant and Deck. I mean, these are all things that we could look at in future Movie Bong episodes. Totally take the point on board. And, and to, for me to just clarify, so your idea is you just want to bring Rambo to British television. Yes, pretty much. It was the Burr Grylls thing that sort of triggered, um, as, he, as he often triggers a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I can totally see it. I can totally see ITV's Rambo. I can see him hosting... Take me out. Yeah, just opening the TV guide and seeing a big picture of Rambo with his arm um, around Debbie McGee. And Keith Lemon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he'd appear on Celebrity Juice a couple of times. You know, I just want him to uh, to, to, to come over here and, uh, you know, just uh, get involved. Lovely. Uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, go out, stay safe, and, uh, you know, try not to rip the heart out of a Mexican ganglord. Remember, heroes never die, they just reload. <laughs> That's from Rambo. Hi, I'm Sylvester Stallone. You may remember me from films such as Rocky, Rambo, and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. I just wanted to take the time to say, visit Myanmar. Myanmar is a country of over 50 million people nestled on the South Asian Peninsula. It's a nation of over 100 ethnicities, a perfect melting pot of ethnic diversity and rich culture, and definitely not overrun by a genocidal armed militia. Myanmar, it's waiting for you.